twist the people's wrist oh. They're watching every move we make Sunday night edition of the Sane Asylum, simulcast on republicbroadcasting.org and speakfreeradio.com. I'm your co-host, Giuseppe Vafangulo, joined as always by my brother from another mother, David Scorpio. Scorpio, are you there? I am indeed, sir, and looking forward to the show. And even though we're facing a monkeypox emergency, I'm doing okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. There's now you got to wear two masks. I saw a great meme: one on your, one on your uh, uh, mouth, and one on your pooper. That's the that's the new double mask strategy for those lifestyle alternative lifestyle types who are uh, at most at risk for monkeypox, Dave. Well, Giuseppe, there's something they're not telling us because uh, for some reason monkeypox is spread through male-on-male intimate contact but not male-on-female intimate contact. So what's going on here, uh, Giuseppe? Well, Dave, what I think is going on is that type of alternative lifestyle likes to, uh, you know, just like uh, sometimes a drunk driver will get on the wrong way on a freeway or a highway, that is what... uh, these alternative lifestyle types do they're go, they're they're hitting pedal to the metal going the wrong way on an exit uh, ramp and you introduce uh, waste toxins into blood and it gets into your body and before you know it you've got you're a little light in the loafers a little limp in the wrist and you have a lot of pox on your body that look like a monkey so well, not really go. does it. yeah yeah. Well, may, maybe our ancestors were a little more uh, intelligent than we've been told, and there was a reason for the prohibition on this kind of behavior, after all. 
Oh yeah, they're, they're, our ancestors knew a lot more than yeah. than uh, has yeah. been passed down. Well, actually, it has been passed down, but the arrogance of certain types of tribes thinking that they know better than God and the divine and the wisdom of the ancients is. Uh, taken us to a sad state in the first world and maybe the uh, entire world and um yeah it's pretty disgusting dave so let's where do you want to start do you want to start with uh the latest uh in the uh the the scamdemic and the jubonic jujab continues to kill more people or you want to do all the the uh the, the lunacy of these uh psychos who are grooming kids i got i got (laughs) <laughs> 18 clips we're certainly not going to get to all of them so sure well uh let's start with door number one and i would just like to just one last uh addition here you know uh even the american psychological association the apa uh classified homosexuality as a mental illness uh, as recently as the 1980s so it hasn't been that long that uh we're supposed to all change our perceptions of reality it really hasn't been that long guys oh man that's a great point sam if you could cue up clip 15 then and what we're gonna hear is and you're probably lucky that this is on radio only because this this thing is an md it looks like uh 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 the special team football player who was sent to break up the wedge on a kickoff right uh just a brutal looking bull dyke and she is a short spiky rainbow hair and she says that uh, she is so committed to the idea that uh, a six-year-old, a four-year-old has the right to change their uh, gender when they don't even know how to put on their pants, half of them, but yet they know that they want to go from being a man to a woman, a, a boy to a girl, a girl to a boy, because they're, they're a long way from man or woman at that point, which is so evil. But check this clip out, Dave. I'm a doctor, and apparently the state of Texas needs to reconsider what it considers child abuse. Because you know what's abusive? Ignoring the needs of your child when your child is telling you what they need. And engaging in behavior as a parent that could lead them to unalive themselves. Over 80% of trans youth have admitted to having thoughts about unaliving themselves, and over 50% have actually attempted it. And these individuals denying them care that we know is life-saving is child abuse. And it is proven that providing them gender-affirming care strongly reduces those risks. Don't worry, I got plenty of receipts for these comments. You can check my link tree. I will die on this hill. Trans rights are human rights. And it doesn't matter the age of the person. We all deserve to live our truth. I'm a doctor and apparently... Oh, my God. Oh my God, Dave! Can you believe that 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 psycho bull dyke is willing to die on the the hill to allow uh, trannies to groom a four year old or a five year old and convince an innocent boy or girl that they should be a girl or boy, not not what they are? I mean, um, Mur Bailey in the chat said it's moral insanity, and it truly is. Well, it is, and it's actually even worse than that because the international elf is, you know, intentionally injecting, uh, good choice of words, injecting toxic ideologies into uh, our society. I, and I believe that the end, end game is to create a, a openly satanic civilization. But, you know, a, a one big flaw in this woman's logic, too, is that uh, you're not 
supposed to uh, look to children for guidance on what they need. The parent <laughs> is supposed to provide that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's better to have the uh, the synagogue of Satan controlling the state and empower a six-year-old better than parents and grandparents who have wisdom and life experience, of course. And so, you know yes. what, Dave, if that uh, uh, brutally-looking, spiky-haired, rainbow-painted bull dyke gets her way, there's going to be a lot more of these type of individuals. Sam, if you could go ahead and play clip five, which is a, a mentally ill male tranny who uh, believes he's a girl going through puberty. Check this out. Ultra rad about uh, transitioning is that you get to have like a second puberty. And I know that doesn't sound entirely appealing to most people, but it's kind of interesting that at 34 years old, I get to have another puberty uh, with the advantages of like wisdom and experience and age and, and no parents to tell me what to do, which essentially means that I get to choose freely whatever awkward pubescent phase I want to go through. I can be a horse girl if I want to. Just the girl that's so obsessed with horses. I just love horses and ponies and mustangs. I love them. Retainer put in, ill-fitting retainer. Got a notebook full of like vaguely sexual drawings of horses, like jacked horses with delts and six packs and stuff. Just so that when I show people the pictures in my notebook, I can be like, this is Carmine and he's a prince. And he had a spell cast on him by an evil witch, so he's a horse now. And he's waiting on true love's first kiss to break the spell, you see. And I could show you all the other horses that I filled this book with, but that would make me late for clarinet lessons, so I gotta go. Dave, can you believe that? I mean, that is a 34-year-old man who is clearly mentally deranged. And, you know, you know what's so pathetic is there are awkward real young teen girls who are you know going through puberty it's it's a challenging time for any teen going through puberty and this this low life is making fun of that and really uh i you know i don't know what to say dave what are your thoughts well yeah yeah it's just interesting how we don't see uh, China or Russia sort of coddling this kind of bizarre behavior, right? Uh, unfortunately, and uh, again, it really does seem like uh, they are setting up the West to be conquered uh, in several ways. So this is a prime example of just the insanity and the intentional toxic injection of really bad ideas into our civilization on purpose. Yes. Well stated, brother. Now I have one final one, uh, Sam, if you could cue up clip two. This is a sick, twisted, again, about a 400-pound blob. You know, everybody loves a curvy woman with a few extra pounds. Real men do. But this is just like a blob, man, uh, just like a, a, a young female Jabba the Hut looking. Again, the short hair, piercings, tattoos. And she, it, it's it's a she, but it's more an it, is uh, another, a, a grade school teacher again. And listen to this, Dave. This is unbelievable. Hi, I'm Linz. I'm a queer and trans educator and children's performer, creator, writer. You might know me from my web series, Queer Kid Stuff, where I talk about gender and sexuality stuff for all ages with a preschool audience in mind. And I write for preschool television, do a lot of stuff in early childhood ed. 
The short answer to this question is that we need to talk to preschoolers about sexuality and gender because any later is too late. The long answer to this is that this is the age when children start to self-identify. They start to understand themselves and so you want to in relation them, to the sicko. world around them. They need to understand different gender diversity because the Academy of Pediatrics actually says that most children have a solid understanding of their gender identity by the age of four, and that is inclusive of cis as well as trans and non-binary kids. Preschoolers need to understand sexuality because of the world around them. They might not identify with a sexuality yet, but their parents do, and their friends' parents do. And in order to understand different family structures and other people's experiences and develop empathy, they need to understand queerness. Preschoolers are exposed to sexuality every day. Just look at literally any Disney movie where there is heterosexual kissing. It is normal to talk to kids about straight relationships and straight couples and nuclear heterosexual families. So why should queerness and queer families and queer sexuality be any different? Gee, I don't know. As young as preschoolers need to understand gender and sexuality in order to develop empathy for others and to be able to understand themselves in relationship to the world around them and the people around them. Can you believe that that sick, demonic predator is trying to legitimize her grooming filth to preschoolers? I mean, if I were a parent and I saw that TikTok and I said, hold on, uh, that thing is is teaching my preschool child. I don't think that thing would be drawing breath for very long. Well, two words come to mind home school yeah uh, you know we're, we're seeing that the public school system is beyond repair with uh, creatures like this involved in it and yeah. again we're going to have to start creating our own parallel systems here because the ones that we're uh, you know we're told to rely on the ones that we're, we're supposed to believe in uh, are broken and there's no going back at this point until there's a major revision within our civilization yeah, so true. Well stated. Well, you know, I came across uh, this clip, and it's it. You know, I keep saying, and I'll say it again, that this the, we can turn this all around if the silent majority wakes up and realizes that we are under full spectrum attack. This is a war being persecuted or prosecuted by the synagogue of Satan, the international Jew, and its uh, demonic minions. And instead of the divide and conquer, especially when it comes to different uh, tribes and different races and cultures, blacks, whites, Asians, this is a great clip that shows, if you uh, clip six, Sam, if you can just be patient. My wife is addicted to the water. We went to Hawaii, and when we went to Hawaii, her co-worker said, you have to check out this Thai restaurant. We get to the Thai restaurant, I'm talking about it was in the hood line out the door we sit down in the thai restaurant he asked us do you have any allergies i was like no we good bro he said okay cool he said you guys like chicken we're like yeah he said you like shrimp we're like yeah he said say less i got it from here so we just sat there and then i noticed people who came in after us they was getting their food before us and so then i'm getting a little frustrated you know when you're a person of color everything becomes racist quickly oh this is what we doing oh so even out here on the highlands 
I was like, this is some foolishness. And I felt like Will Smith. I felt like my wife was giving me the eye. Like, you better do something about this. No, no, babe, I was about to handle this. Excuse me. It appears to me to be that other people are being served and we've been omitted. He said, be patient. I said, oh, no, he didn't just be patient. He did not just be patient me. He came back out with entrees that we had never seen before. And when we got our food, people at other tables was looking at ours. People who got theirs before us were jealous that they didn't wait like us because they got what they picked. But what he was preparing for us, it wasn't even on the menu. God says, I need you to be patient and praise me because what I'm preparing for you, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered the heart of men what I got prepared for. There you go. I thought that was a pretty uh, inspiring uh, clip, Dave. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, certainly clever. Uh, and uh, I guess it just shows there's different ways to look at a situation. Uh, you can go with the way that you, uh, they want you know, various races to be programmed to think, or you can look uh, in a different way outside the box. Yeah, some of the most courageous blacks in America these days are the black conservatives. I mean, you know, we, we pretty much are beyond the conservative liberal thing because we see it for what it is. That is a neoconservative is actually uh, a synagogue of Satan, uh, Zio conservative and a neoliberal is a Zio communist. I mean, there is no liberals anymore, sadly. But this one woman, I've seen her again and again, uh, Candace Owens. Uh, Sam, if you could clip, play clip nine. She's a sharp young woman, and she really nails it with this clip about who are the true enemies, excuse me, of the American people. All right, we're waiting for clip nine, Candace Owens, on the true enemies of the American people. Okay, no problem. Okay. I mean, I don't understand. Yes. If I can log into my bank account and see every dollar I spent, why can't the American taxpayer log into a government bank account and see every single dollar that they spent? Ooh. We have, yeah. 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 we have the technological means for that. Yes. Know? That would completely change the way so many people voted. It completely yes. change their perspectives about all of these policies. When you see how easy our, our government is just able to money launder. This is yep. what we're talking about. Yep. We talk about this never-ending war hawks who keep wanting to go to war. Because there's no accountability. They just say, we're doing war in Ukraine. We're doing war in Afghanistan. We're doing war in Syria. So you have to go, oh, billions of dollars have been taken away. It's out of your pocket. The American people need to understand this is just a money laundering operation. I mean, 10 years of a war in Afghanistan for us to leave? We couldn't even take back the billions of dollars worth of weapons that, and we just left them on the soil, on the soil for the Taliban to take over. I mean, every single American should be outraged, and that's why I say that we have to remain focused and understand the enemies for us, for the American people, are not in Ukraine or Russia. They are right sitting down in Congress on Capitol Hill. Those are the enemies of the American people. Truly are the enemies of the American people, Dave. I mean, uh, she's a she's a sharp young woman, and. Uh, I mean, she's still in, in the mainstream, which means she certainly doesn't go far enough in pointing out things as such as, you know, we have no business in Ukraine other than the uh, Talmudic parasites that control this country want to try and make it Israel 2.0. So your thoughts on that clip, who the real enemies are of the United States? Well, I think, you know, something like that would be 
uh, not it's not going to happen, of course, uh, because yeah. if, if people really saw the the amount of waste and spending, it would be hard to even comprehend it. You're talking trillions of dollars. It'd be every minute there would be you know a giant expenditure that would just blow people's minds. The federal government is completely out of control, and you know most you know people don't realize that your tax dollars don't go to pay for anything other than the debt. It yep. all gets sucked up for on interest payments on the debt. Everything else comes from magic shekels that are printed up and added on to the the, uh, the deficit. So there's no end to this spending as long as we're dealing with cooked books and a completely phony system. And yeah, the only business we have in Ukraine is helping Russia and Ukraine sit down and come to some kind of agreement instead of trying to push Ukraine into joining the EU and the uh, and into NATO. That's uh, complete insanity. It truly is. You know, really, I find it inspiring in the Netherlands and now in Italy and in Germany and other countries, the farmers are finally saying enough of this absolute uh, satanic insanity to try and destroy traditional food growing and traditional livestock and, and try and migrate the uh, population to eating bugs and eating uh, GMO-created synthetic meats and all that, which are supposedly derived from uh, human cells. Uh, so it, it's basically they're trying to foster the, the uh, satanic Talmudic cannibalism that is one of the goals of the uh, chicken swingers. But this woman, a uh, really lovely young uh, blonde uh, uh, Netherlander or Dutch, I guess, her name is Eve Vladingerbroek, and she just, clip 11, Sam, she just really uh, lays it out what's coming if we, we as the real humans of the world allow the synagogue of Satan to, to, to uh, bring to bear another Holodomor. Medicine at one of the hospitals in Ontario, Ontario this emergency situation with your ERs overwhelmed the Titanic sinking fast. Well, we're going to talk to another Ontario doctor here to kind of take a look at what might be happening. He's the uh, chief of emergency medicine at one of the hospitals in Ontario, except, oh, wait, that's right. He was out running. He's a marathon runner, you know. He was out running on Sunday, and he dropped dead. So I think we're going to have to go with Dr. Segel, who's also an Ontario emergency doctor. Except, oh, wait, on the following day, Monday, he dropped dead. So now I guess we can check in with Dr. McKenzie, except, what do you know, on Tuesday, the day after that, same hospital, by the way, he dropped dead. Got one more here, Dr. Short, we could check in with. Oh, no, on Thursday... He dropped dead. Five doctors, well, okay. four you doctors. You stop it there, Sam. Uh, that was actually the clip before 1110, but we were going to get to it anyway. So, Dave, did you see, remember last year when I did that shtick where I was going to debate all these uh, people who were championing and mocking n non-vaxxers, and, th and they all died, and I kept trying to line up another one, and so he stole my bit. But the funny thing is, is that is an actual hospital in Ontario. I guess it's called GFA or something. And uh, he, he, when he did that video a couple days ago, there were four healthy dead doctors. Now it's up to six. The latest one is a 27-year-old triathlete female, just a, in great shape, just keeled over, 
dead from the Jubonic Jujab. Can you believe that, Dave? I mean, six young physicians from the same hospital who obviously all got the same batch uh, uh, got boosted into the grave. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is really incredible. Uh, we're in a, a stage of a massive cover-up here that's sort of unheard of in our history of, of mankind, to be honest. And, you know, basically, I think everybody has heard similar stories from people they know, friends and family and extended family, right. about people having heart attacks or serious health issues from this vaccine, so-called vaccine. And, of course, there's a certain percentage of these vaccines that are just placebos that were injected into people. So there's a certain percentage. Oh, I took it. I'm just fine. Uh, what are you talking about? You're a conspiracy nut. But I think the days of people believing this are really coming to an end because this has impacted so many people that I've talked to. It's really amazing. Yeah. And and uh, speaking of, remember, we used to be able to take advantage of those last second uh weekend flight discounts if you just went and got on the waiting list you could get like a four hundred dollar flight which now would be four thousand probably and you get it for like 60 bucks if you're on the standby list and not any longer sam if you can clear clip uh jeez set up clip 17 this fella was a successful commercial pilot his whole life like you know he's in his 50s or early 60s and um the video that we're going to hear the audio of he is standing in a hospital in a gown next to an IV with all the uh, EKG uh, little stickers on them. And he and, and listen to this, man. A healthy man's life has been destroyed by the Jubonic Jujab. I'm a captain, been a captain for a number of years. My total service with the company is over 31 years. On November 7th, I was mandated to receive a vaccine. Quite literally, I was told if I did not receive the vaccination, I would be fired. This was from our director of flight. So, under duress, I received the vaccine. Um, now, just a few days ago, after landing in Dallas, six minutes after we landed, I passed out. Uh, I coded. I required three shocks. I need to be intubated. I'm now in the ICU in Dallas. This is what the vaccine has done for me. I will probably never fly again, uh, based upon the criteria that the FAA establishes for pilots. I was hoping to teach my daughter to fly. She wants to be a pilot. That will probably never happen. All courtesy of the vaccine. This is unacceptable, and I am one of the victims. You can see that this is the actual result of the vaccine for some of us. Mandatory, no questions asked, get the shot or you're fired. This is not the American way. Can you believe that, Dave? I mean, what a what a uh, tragedy, literally. And multiply it times 100 million, probably, before it's all said and done in the next five years. At least a third of this population is going to be maimed and murdered. I mean, when are these demons, these soulless parasites, going to be held accountable? Well, it's a good question, and of course, you know that's true. Whenever a pilot has a major uh, health issue like that, it's over. You're not ever going to fly again, yep. because obviously they can't take the chance of something like that happening in the air. But um, you know, it's it's tragic. All these naive people who thought they were doing the right thing, and then you have to ask yourself, well, if this vaccine's so wonderful, why are they forcing people to take it? If this is the panacea, the cure-all to save you from so-called COVID. People would be lining up and cutting in line to get 
get it first. But instead, they're having to force people to take it. And, of course, the rollout of all these uh, booster shots has been abysmal, and it's getting lower and lower. So yep. the tide is turning in our favor. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so desperate, these lying quackery of scientism uh, that which is just literally big pharma profits masquerading as science and experimenting on the human herd, the so-called goyim cattle, which is illegal and immoral worldwide, is uh, it's coming to bite them, and hopefully it'll come to bite them very hard, and we'll see some justice because this is just absurd. I mean, their, their lies are so outrageous. They've created something called sad, sudden adult death syndrome. Hmm, I wonder what's killing these people and maiming these people like that pilot whose life has been ruined and he, because he just wanted to continue to make a living. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting too, in Hollywood, you, know, you cannot step foot on a movie set, uh, including all the crew and the actors, unless you're fully vaccinated. And I was listening to NPR while I was in the car, which is, of course, the most Jewish thing you'll ever hear in your yeah, life. Right. But they were interviewing one of the actors uh, from that show, Never Call Saul, or, or Better Call Saul. Right. Uh -huh. the, the lead actor dropped, almost dropped dead of a heart attack on set. They had to revive him with a defibrillator. And, but that's perfectly normal. They're trying to normalize this, guys. It's normal. Uh, get your boost, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages on Republic Broadcasting and Speak Free Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one. Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with
Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. fastest hour on simulcast on republicbroadcasting.org and speakfreeradio.com. That is the Sunday night edition of Sane Asylum. I'm your host, Giuseppe Vafangulo, joined by fellow host David Scorpio. That was Thievery Corporation from, I think that was the late 90s, uh, called The Richest Man in Babylon, which is the topic or the, the, the root behind everything we're talking about, Dave, is these... Uh, Babylonian parasites who have managed to uh, use usury to steal so much wealth from the great masses uh, in the first world. It truly is Babylonian uh, money magic we're dealing with here. That's the root of all of this, as we were talking about with the the uh, interest on the debt payment and, and just the creation of magic shekels out of nothing to fund this completely insane, out-of-control federal government we have now. Yes, sir. Well, it's that time. We'll open up the phone lines, 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252. And they always say, say it thrice, 
512-248-8252. And we look forward to talking with you and hearing what's on your mind. And we already have a caller, uh, Andy from Texas. Welcome, Andy. What's on your mind? Well, hey, gentlemen. Uh, awesome show as usual. This is the best three hours of uh, radio on RBN on a Sunday, so I really appreciate you being there. Uh, my my thing is is that the scene has really been set. Uh, the food shortage is just off in the, in the distance right now. The prices are already going up. I mean, right. the scene is really being set. So do you guys see, have we passed the window to rise up or... Are we still in a window in which we could possibly do something about this? I mean, and one of the things we have to do, though, is if we do rise up and whatnot, we have to take back our farmland. We have to take back all these corporations. And let us not forget that they bought all this stuff up with a fiat currency, a worthless piece of paper that we saw value in. Do you guys see any chance? Uh, do you think America, you know, we got our guns, but we can't eat them. And uh, we... <laughs> You know, we got our money, and we can't eat that. And, you know, here in Texas, they, they're, they're growing their cotton. It's just as good as it was last year. But uh, we can't eat that either. So do you see, has the window passed for us to do something, or do you still see there's a chance here? Wow, what a great question, Andy. Uh, Scorpio, go first, and I'll, I'll answer after you. <laughs> well, that is the question of the hour, isn't it? Absolutely. Unfortunately, I think uh, things have gone too far. This is going to have to play out. There, There's no uh, stopping what is going to happen in the short term. But as things uh, unfold and they try to pull off a literal hellscape on Earth, they're going to have trouble uh, convincing the general public that this is all organic and it was all by accident. We didn't see this coming. It's going to be hard to keep this um, this sort of narrative going. So... I think we're going to have to buckle up and get ready for some wild times here, guys. And I do think in the end, these people are going to be exposed, but it's going to be a wild ride until we get there. Wow, that's a great answer, Dave. Well, Andy, I think that uh, uh, I'm going to speak for you because I know Dave Scorpio and I are deep men of spirituality and faith. And um, I think that, you know, life isn't supposed to be easy and too many people have just uh, gone along to get along and get along to go along and I think that we're going to pay a severe price in the next year or two because of that because this there is nothing organic about all the lies from the so-called great reset the build back better with the uh, the small case B's that are the font was intentionally chosen to say 666 you look at the world economic forum logo they have a half circle going through to create 666s so this is a satanic attack on our very way of life and on, on the divine nature is divine the divine created nature the divine created all of us and so uh but it's sad that uh the the dark magics that these kabbalists these uh, sabbatean frankists use have entranced so many people into playing video games and celebrity worship and the 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 shallow uh, vacuous uh narcissistic tiktok and social media nonsense so a lot of people are going to suffer and uh i think that's inevitable and especially in the big cities the uh, blm types the antifa types they are going to chimp out something awful and and uh so it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better but in my mind, and I, I, I think I can speak for Scorpio, but he can he can follow up. I think that uh, 
the divine and God will triumph, then we, we will ultimately win. But this is going to be a, 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 a lot of pain to get there. Absolutely. The divine will win, but we're going to have to rebuild from the ash heap that's left over from when these people are finished with it. And uh, the, the good news, though, is, you know, there's so many, you know, you've got this cabal, whatever you want to call it, the very top. But just below these people, they, you know, the mid-level managers, not all of them are in on the scheme. And they're right. not going to go along with everything that, that uh, the, the upper people want to do because these people have families. They, you know, they don't want to see people starving in the streets. So I think we're going to see some real conflict on the inside of this operation as well. That is really well, well said. Yeah. There, oh, go ahead, uh, well, Andy. Did you want to reply? Yeah. No, just one last thing. I mean, Stanley Kubrick and Steven Spielberg and and all those other great directors—they couldn't have come up with this uh, this plot that they're doing in such a slow motion. It would have been a I don't know a 24-hour movie if they did, because they're moving slow enough for us to catch that we're in a dystopian movie. But they're they're not moving fast enough for us to get through it and get out the damn uh, uh, theater and stuff. Anyway, thanks for your time, gentlemen. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate your calling and listening. And uh, what Andy was referring to is the best three hours on RBN is coming up. The King of Sunday Night, the great Robert Ravel and Incendiary Radio, which for me is must listen to. Just like uh, our brother, our brothers on Speak Free Radio, uh, Robert. Uh, I'm sorry, George Hobbs, the fact hunter, and Frederick C. Blackburn, Blackbird 9, along with that, and Frederick, ah, geez, I'm messing up everybody's names. Robert Ravel is must-listen to, and he's coming up in a few minutes, but we have plenty of callers until then. Next up is Joe from Florida. Joe, what's on your mind? Hey, Giuseppe Scorpio. Kizadich, Kizadich. Hey, Kizadich. Que cazzo fai? Molto grazie. Um, listen, I want to. I actually have a different, a little bit of a different take on the whole monkeypox thing that you guys that you guys are talking about. Which I want to hear me out. So I think that actually monkeypox is just another hoax, and and a hoax in this way. Okay, so these symptoms that people are all now reporting in different places in like twenty different countries, all of a sudden, these are really the uh, side effects of the uh, dreaded injection, which they call a vaccine. Um, And I think that they've already shown, there was a study I saw that a certain percentage of people that took these deadly injections are definitely the people who are, there's a possibility of getting the, uh, this symptom. Now, the idea is the evil doers, the Fauci's and the Gates, they knew this all along because if you remember, they did last year, they did some kind of a, uh, an exercise where they were planning out. They're talking about, oh, monkeypox, maybe next. At the time, people were like, what are you talking about? Because the original monkeypox is not really the real monkeypox. It was from Africa, and it's not really deadly. So these side effects, I think, are definitely a side effect. I mean, this so-called monkeypox is really side effects of the vaccine. And the thing with the LGBTQ community is that they're the most dutiful, subservient uh, model citizens of the oligarchs. And they're the ones who probably had the highest percentage of being vaccinated and boosted because they're desperate for people to tell them uh, how to live their lives but not to, to turn from their sin, right? So they're the dutiful people that are actually getting these side effects the most. That's my theory about what this monkeypox hoax really is. Another effort 
to hide the deadly side effects, which now are like bouncing by the minute. That's a great point, um, Joe. Uh, Scorpio, your thoughts? Oh, it's absolutely possible that this is a direct result of, of the quaxination, as you like to call it, Giuseppe. And, you know, the other thing is that it's very true that the homosexual population is the highest vaccinated, uh, mainly because, you know, the, the gay men were so afraid of AIDS, and they were promised an AIDS vaccine that never came, but they're, they're deadly afraid of all these diseases, so they all lined up and took it. And, you know, there was a possibility, too, that this is connected, you know, there's something that was actually in a different injection that was put into the homosexual community. Because if you recall, right before AIDS happened, they were encouraging all gay men to get the hepatitis B vaccine. And so uh, they could have been introduced through injection. Absolutely. And uh, we have uh, a great array of regular listeners and viewers. And one is in Australia. Uh, JB just writes, monkeypox is actually following the symptoms of the 1P36 gene deletion, which leaves the skin susceptible to severe damage from the smallest rubs, bumps, and scrapes, or any other irritation. And that Pfizer doc show that their corona shot does indeed often lead to the deletion of that gene. Obviously, then, since this is happening, monkeypox is not going to be limited to gay bath parties for long. I guess we'll see. But I definitely agree. It is primarily... Uh, 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 a result of the side effect of the jubonic jujab. And I think that when uh, you you mix that with the rough uh, uh, degenerate sodomites and the way they're tearing up the um, the uh, um, their 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 exit strategy, the rear end instead of uh, and there's you're introducing blood, uh, stool, uh, all kinds of toxins, and that's that's what uh, why it's erupting in the gay community. And but ultimately, it, don't take that jab. My God! So thanks for yeah. for the call, Joe. And we're yeah, moving on you. now to Mark in Philadelphia. Mark, uh, what's on your mind? Can you hear me? Oh, there I you hear are. You, Mark. Okay. Uh, well, thank you guys for uh, for uh, lifing this up and getting to the core problems. Uh, the thing is, to me, is that the people, they're still waking up to the idea, the real, the reality that these people want to hurt us. These evil, soulless creatures want to hurt us. They want to kill us, and they enjoy our pain, our suffering, our death. They love it. They get off on it. And uh, as one example, Fauci, and I'm going I'm to give him a diagnosis. Fauci is a soulless, intellectual egotist with strong tendencies for predatory narcissism or narcissistic <laughs> predation. So, uh, and before they were hiding this, you know, they've infiltrated all across our board with uh, in multiple areas of our lives and taken control of a lot of them, if not most of them. And the taproot of it all is because they own the money. They own the funny money, and they can make up as however much they need to do whatever, and they use it as a tool against us to destroy us. So, uh, uh, but uh, well, so now I lost my train of thought. So, so the thing is that they, they, uh, they, they, you know, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, I just, I, I very much appreciate you guys ferreting this out, uh, and uh, and people need to wake up. That, that they they they're coming after each and every 
one of us, but they want to group us together and try to take us down in groups, you know, like cattle. You know, <laughs> I mean, so it's just, uh, it's evil. They're evil. They're flat out evil. They're soulless. And they, and they, and they, they really, they really enjoy hurting us. And that's, that's my take on it. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for the call, Mark. Scarpio, your thoughts on what Mark had to say about the evil, well, soulless uh, attackers. It's hard to disagree with the word he said, and they absolutely do, absolutely do want us dead and sterilized and uh, suffering. They intend to create a literal hellscape on Earth, but they can't do it without our compliance, guys. That's what we have to remember. That's it. If there's one thing you should absolutely not do is take the Jubonic Jew jab. Our next caller, Dave from Nevada. Dave, welcome. What's on your mind? Yeah, <clears throat> thanks for taking my call. Um, well, the, the the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, you guys were talking about the uh, <clears throat> the gender bending stuff with, with what's going on with uh, uh, little boys and girls in school. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I remember... Uh, uh, when I was in high school in the 80s, they weren't talking about transgender, um, but I do remember sex ed class. And um, <clears throat> I don't even, uh, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think my parents or many parents even knew that they had sex ed class in high school. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for a fact if my parents knew what they were teaching in high school, they would have been shocked. And it, it's wow. totally, and what, what I was learning was completely tame compared to what they're doing now. And they're, uh, they were basically, this was when I was like a sophomore or junior in high school, they were, they were basically showing you how to put a condom on your on your uh, Johnson in high school. Um, but the, the, the problem is this, these schools, they have no business teaching you any type of sexuality, period. What does that have to do with, with reading and writing and arithmetic? It has nothing to do with The school should be completely out of the sex education business, period. Right. Oh, stop. That's the, that's the problem. What, what we have now is a completely different ballgame, but we let, it, we, let it, we let it snowball to this point now. See, that, that, that's the issue. Um, and so... I understand the argument for homeschooling and all that stuff, but it started a long, long time ago. <clears throat> and there's something else I wanted to address is I keep hearing this really, they've done a, a brilliant job of dividing people with the unvaxxed and the vaxxed. Like, I, I think you were mentioning people who, who, who are able to luckily get a placebo and they get, mm-hmm. they didn't get any kind of, uh, uh, bad effects to it. Right. So what that does is that, <clears throat> He creates a group of people who are selfish who said, look, I got vaxxed, and I'm, I'm 100% fine. I don't care if you got sick. That's your problem. And this is the attitude I keep hearing. I, I keep hearing on both sides. I hear, and I, and I, I, I hear this um, even on, like, RBN. I hear this, like, selfishness from people who say, well, if you take the jab and you get injured, it's your responsibility. That's so selfish. Why would you say something like that? Well, you should have done your research. Well, there are a lot of people that do their research and they come out with mistaken conclusions. How many people have how many people have made mistakes in their in their in their exercise of judgment? No matter how much homework they did. I bet you there's plenty of them out there. To say that someone is responsible because they took the advice of a doctor, that's that's even more idiotic than saying, well, <clears throat> you should um you know, the, you know, it, it's just a really stupid thing to say. 
there, there has to be a certain point where you trust someone. And I know like there's a lack of there, there, there's like this complete cynicism of the entire system, but are you going to go and question every single person that you talk to? Well, you know, it, I personally society think breaks that you down should. at a certain point. Well, it, exactly. That's what has occurred because people aren't doubting every thing they're taught and they blindly uh, accept uh, the satanic leadership of government, academia, even religion now is 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 championing the jubonic jujab. Certainly, education. Getting back to your your lucid observation about uh, there's no business for schools to be uh, teaching sex education. That's absolutely right. So, Scorpio, your thoughts on Dave's two points? Well, let's be clear. The purpose of American schooling now is to create global citizens and indoctrinating children into homosexuality and other weird sexual uh, predilections is part of that to make them subservient to the oligarchy. But the whole point is to create global citizens, people who are ready to uh, be ruled through uh, so-called climate science and accept any kind of bizarre sexual uh, predilection that is thrown their way. And, you know, I do agree we need to have, have compassion for people that were deceived because this is what it's all about. We are ruled through deception and people need to learn what the game really is before they get hurt any more by these satanic creatures right and uh, i mean uh to to put a final uh, statement on dave's observation that uh you know should you trust anyone i mean the spark of the divine animates us all and so you should intuitively know if someone is trustworthy or not in, in your families in your circles and your friends and everything and if you trust your intuition you're typically never wrong so let's move on to the next call bruce from texas welcome bruce what's on your mind living the dream <laughs> me too <laughs> hey what is that first song you play at the intro of the show it's something else i like that that's uh a 1983 hit and pretty much a one-hit wonder by uh a British ska band called Fun Boy 3, and the name of the song is The Lunatics Have Taken Over the Asylum. All right, I'm going to look it up then. Thanks a lot. Sure. You know, I think you're about my age, thereabouts. Uh, do you remember when we used to be a food exporter that we used to export grain to Russia? R right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the t I mean, by the shipload. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I listened to a Dutch farmer explain what's really going on there. Uh, it was on No Agenda. It's really good. If, if you want, go look it up. And, uh, you know, he broke down that where well, we have cattle, they really can't grow anything else. It's grassland. And so we feed them there, and we convert the grass into beef. For, and what they want to do is what's been happening to Texas and other places in the United States for decades the farmland has been converted, and they, they, they get people to sell out or they force them off their land. Right. And then the, uh, the, they get these financing for, for all these massive housing complexes and apartments. You know, slum divisions, you know, elbow to elbow, these, these, these damn OSB board McMansions that they cram in there. And then uh, you'll have five or six cars in the driveway because they're all illegals or recent arrivals. They're living like three families in one house. And these apartments that you got shootings every other night at. And, and they're just what used to be farmland is now just mile and miles of this stuff. And 
sooner or later, you know, now we got the the Holomador two coming worldwide, right. and these governments are leveraged to the max in debt, and they're still importing these people as fast as they can. It's just a calamity that's being shaped up for us, and it's just outrageous. It's just, and so you're going to have all these people from different countries out there coming for a better life, and then they're going to be uh, going ballistic because there's no more food, there's no more jobs, the uh, the dollar is worthless. And uh, just think about what's coming down the pipeline, man. It's really scary. Oh, well said, man. You know, it's the... Kurdivan Kalurgi plan uh, unfolding before our very eyes. When you got a traitor like the living glory hole Biden opening up the uh, the uh, southern border like it's a, a revolving door at, at Walmart. So oh, he let's loves uh, it. he loves it. He does. Yeah, Scorpio. Any final thoughts? We're just about out of time. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think things are definitely going to get worse before they get better. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I think they're going to have trouble pulling off a real global famine because I think people are going to take action to stop it. But it's going to get bad. We're going to see this inflation get completely out of control. And it's amazing that their solution to inflation is another bill with a whole bunch of spending. I mean, I mean that's Unreal. the very definition of insanity, isn't it? We may have time for one more call. Stony from Stone Mountain. Uh, welcome. I've uh, got to be brief. We don't have much time. Okay, yeah. I want to say a uh, great show. I've been listening for like the last two months or how, however long since the day you came on. And to the two callers before, well, to the ca- two callers before the last one, I want to say, yeah, question everything. It should be your very nature, okay? And for us, them going, when, it, when are they going to be held accountable? When we hold them accountable. I watched right. uh, Mr. Laveroff go to take a, uh, a tour in Africa. He got a standing ovation everywhere he went in Africa. The people are, the Russians are getting respect because they're saying, no more. It, it all ends here. And all we have yep. to do, if we can't do it ourselves, hell, we got a, someone to follow, follow them, okay? And it's, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just a little little passionate about this. And no, what a great Pelosi. way to end the show, Stoney. Your point that was the perfect way to end the show. Thank you so much. Please call back uh, next week and we'll we'll talk more. But everyone stay tuned for the king of Sunday night, the great Robert Ravel in Incendiary Radio. And next week you'll have Seppi and Scorpio back. Good night, everyone. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.